How much time do you want for your progress? progress. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically, imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and V.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. Today is Friday the 13th. Today is Friday the 13th. May the 13th, 2022. Just want to hit on this little superstition, if you will. Come on, greet us, Dr. Hayes. Good evening. Uh, I've been out and got back in. I didn't know it was the 13th. I probably would have stayed at home. Well, then how about that? Because it's only in Western superstition is... Friday the 13th considered to be unlucky. Um, And it's based on the Gregorian calendar, uh, which happens once every uh, every year, but can occur up to three times in the same year, Friday the 13th. And actually it's, it's, um, it's interesting how, uh, why we see Friday the 13th is something scared. I believe if I recall, and I'm looking up, there's trepidations and it's rooted in religious beliefs sound, uh, surrounding the 13th guest at the last supper. How about that? That would have been Judas. You know, the apostle that said to have been betrayed Jesus and the crucifixion allegedly happened. Well, we knew it was on a Friday. That's what we, that's what we told ourselves. And so there's that, this is a stretch, but this is from national geographic. Uh, that says that this is a, a, a source of anxiety. Uh, it's also known as Hangman's Day, uh, interestingly enough. So I just wanted to put that out there. But I happen to not believe in luck. I believe in life and life everlasting, and it is what it is. So Friday the 13th today, uh, May the 13th, 2022. Um, I just want to just offer a couple of things and, and how we can speak stuff into existence. And sometimes we say certain things that don't really know. I like to do an etymological, etymological study, a word study to see the origins of names and all of that good stuff. And so I, I am interested really in this phrase, getting on my last nerve. What gets on your last nerve? And, and, Honestly, I had, and when anybody say honestly, you know they're about to lie, make up or something. Because if you're honest, you don't have to have that that adjective or adverb as a qualifier. But but let me just say this: <laughs> run away from people who start saying, "Well, honestly, now you you've been lying up to this point." Just something to think about. So anyway, Doctor Hayes, you ain't praying hard enough for me. But here's the thing: 
So on Sunday, Mother's Day, uh, 2022, I had the, um, I had planned a nice little PowerPoint for uh, worship service via Zoom and in person for Mother's Day. Had the little graphics set up, just ready, practice my little technological setup at Alice St. John, just ready for the whole kid and caboodle. I was going to roll out the red carpet for Mother's Day 2022. And bless Patton, whoever Patton is. Um, stuff started going awry. The best laid plans of mice and men don't always necessarily uh, uh, go the way we have at least constructed in our mind. And stuff was getting on my last nerve. Everything. I just couldn't seem to sink anything together. Now, I've been doing this stuff for two and a half years. Uh, in this virtual context that we've lived ourselves. But some got on my nerves hard. I don't know if it's I'm upset because they're still fighting over Roe v. Wade. I don't know if uh, the stuff that got on my nerve from the inflation, gas prices, it take almost $100 to fill up my Nissan Armada. I get upset because I'm thinking, you know how much groceries you can buy for $100? Not a whole lot with the rate of inflation going up. You can barely get enough. This just for me. I'm talking about fresh produce, things that are healthy. So a lot of stuff I realized got on my last nerve. And Sunday, I told my congregation I need to take off because I this was getting on my nerve. I had to maximize my capacity, met the apex of what I could handle, and I realized I needed to just go away. So I'm saying all that to say, sometimes physiologically manifests itself the way that we have internalized certain things. And so I, I woke up finishing up the semester, grading papers and all of that good stuff. And a little crook, whoever a crook is, got up in my body. And I couldn't move, couldn't lift up. And that crook was trying to steal my joy, steal my joints. My hands started tingling. I'm a big woman, black, big old black woman. I'm thinking I'd had a heart attack, a stroke. All of that stuff was going on because I know too much. And I'm thinking, well, it's my right side, not my left side. And so called my doctor, and I described it as a toothache in my arm. Didn't know what else to describe it. It's just gnawing, nagging, just chronic, not acute, but chronic. Go in there, and long story short, thank God for having access to health care and health insurance and a relationship with a physician. She sees me within the next day or so of calling. And uh, long story short, I guess I shouldn't have said something got on my nerves because I, I might have an impinged nerve. Hmm. How that nerve get impinged? Well, according to the x-ray, something slipped up, a little disc beside it was going to get on my nerve and move around. I don't know how that disc moved around because I ain't done nothing but, you know, trying to learn yeah, how to do it. Because you tightened up. I tightened up. So so we got to tighten up on our, we got to let loose the tension. You have to relax. We have to relax. So some got on my let nerve. go So come on, doctor. What get on your nerve? That's the, I won't say something got on my nerve because I don't want anybody to go through what I got, what I'm going through. Don't let people get on your nerve. Breathe. I, I try not to let people get on my nerve. Well, I don't have to deal with a lot of people, but sometimes situations get on my nerves. <laughs> and, and give us an example of what get and on your nerves. These are situations over which I have no control. 
Isn't that something? And, uh, so I guess I'm I'm having a a little uh, stress about a house <laughs> that's way out in San Diego and um, some woman has taken my family to court claiming that she supposed to own the house after my deceased husband made an agreement with her verbally. Well, there's no evidence that a verbal agreement exists. And of course, there's no written evidence that there was any agreement at all. And it continues to roll and roll and roll and roll. It goes, every time we get ready to go to court, her lawyer presents uh, some request for disclosure about something or the other, and then it gets postponed. And so every time I have to hear all of this that's going on and how the attorney's fees are mounting up, I can feel my whole body tighten up. And even my breath begins to get short. And I say, oh, no. I said, I'm not, I can't, I can't be bothered with this. I let my son handle it, but he has to report back to me. And when he reports back to me, what he's reporting is really getting me uptight. And I said, well, that's why I gave it to you. Go go on and handle it. (laughs) (laughs) But I still want to keep getting into it because I have strong justice feelings about it. So that's the thing that really is, is getting me here lately, aside from the daily news. And uh, I just hate when people try to hurt other people. That's what I call injustice. For no good reason at all. They're trying to take back women's rights uh, to their own bodies. I don't like that. And it get on your nerves. And it gets on my nerve, right in my gut. All of it. Just get I on your nerves. I can feel myself tighten up. So how do we, how do we allow for our ability to realize that we don't have to carry all of this? As a matter of fact, it sort of negates our spiritual practice of of casting our cares into the sea of forgetfulness, and well, that there's something that's that's bigger than us, and we don't have to carry this mess. Yeah, and and you know we do a lot of self talk. We have to bring out bring these things back to our remembrance because the the normal human re, re, response is to want to do something about it is to want to act as opposed to wanting to rationalize and think things through, or even as you say, cast your cares upon the Lord. In other words, let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but our normal human response is to, is to act, to stop whatever is going wrong. And then when we realize that we can't stop it, it becomes anxiety if we don't know how to let it go. 
So you raised a really important, you said a, a, that three-letter word, act, and then, and then you have a react. <laughs> you act and then you react. Like, you don't have to act to the react to act again because you've already acted and now your reaction is going to cause a physiological and emotional response. My sister said she had a dream the other day. She's going to get me for saying this. But her dream was she had a, a pig on her head, a hog on her head. And, uh, and, and it was a nightmare. And, and she just, she, she, in her mind, decided what this was representative of. But, but that was even our unconsciousness is, is overshadowed by our reaction or our actions or what we think we need to do. Does that make sense? I might dream about some stuff that ain't even for me to dream about. Well, yeah, it is. It's it because we internalize and uh, our subconscious, even though we move on and try to do something else to get our mind off it, it's still deep in our subconscious. And so when we, we're at sleep, these things come up, whatever's on our subconscious mind. And we wake up uh, in a state where a heightened state of alert, sometimes blood pressure up, heart beating fast, because in our subconscious mind, we have, as you say, reacted. In other words, acted all over again in some kind of way to threat or, or, to, or to the hurt that has been uh, extended to us. I think that's 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 human. And if we reach for the divine, then we have to allow our faith to take hold of us in these moments and to be able to to say that if I hold on things will change because God is working things out. If I can burrow my way through this time period of uncertainty, when I get to the other side, everything will be all right. Um, So it it involves a lot of self-talk based upon our statement of faith and what we really believe. And sometimes, you know, what we believe is not consistent with what we feel. I totally agree because as you were talking, I was thinking about um, when I was in college, undergraduate, um, back in the late 80s, I was diagnosed shortly after I graduated with hypertension. I'm not going to say high blood pressure. I was hypertensive. And I didn't want to take any synthetic drugs, but I had a small uh, dosage of uh, a, a pill. It was like five milligrams. And then the doctor increased it as the years progressed to 10 milligrams. And I was like, I can do better than this. And so she and I had a conversation. Dr. Valerie Smith was her name. And uh, she says, well, you have to figure out what it is that's causing you to be hypertensive. And once you figure that out, it didn't have anything to do with cholesterol. It was just my tension level. My stress level was like out of whack. So I started removing things off of my plate, literally. 
Um, I stopped struggling about certain things that I had internalized that I thought I was dealing with. And, you know, we think about our strong people and, and, uh, God knows the death by suicide of Naomi Judd, uh, raised another level of consciousness. I believe the report said that she put a gun up to her head. And so sometimes people who we think are strong and got it together might just be, it's like the tears of the clown as, as, uh, Smokey Robinson would say. But one of the things that when we stop and we realize, you know what, some of this stuff that's happening in this country only happens over here. So why am I stressing out? Why am I tense? Because somebody got on my nerves. When, you know, you think about the greater scheme of things. Why am I going to lose my mind? Because somebody think that I'm something that I ain't. And so I'm going to stress all the way about it. And then you realize you just do you and be who you are, your authentic self. But when this thing got on my nerve on Sunday, I wasn't expecting it this this crook to be a crook in my neck and my shoulder and trying to get my arms and all this stuff. So I'm saying this devil is a liar. I got to do this biofeedback and I need to figure out what it is that I can do because I want to be made well. And this hypertension that we have that can be controlled if we just took a walk in the park and just inhale and exhale. The beauty I think we of have nature. to find ways. We have to find ways to relieve our our stressors, and that's that's the challenge to find the ways that work for you and employ them instead of going on and on and on and on, pushing yourself uh, until you go over the edge, mm-hmm. whatever the edge might be. I think, as you say, we have to. We have to do that self-talk, that biofeedback. We have to do the exercises. We have to push away from certain things. We have to get away from certain people, whatever it takes. We should know ourselves. And uh, as somebody said, to your own self, be true. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we, nobody can manage us but us. Hey, now, that's it. And uh, when we learn certain things are not good for us, then it's then it's within our power to change. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the thing that most people they don't they want to keep pushing the envelope and see how far it can go or how far they can go mm-hmm. before they actually do something different. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I don't know why we're you know, wired that way. But maybe that's the way we were raised. Maybe we were raised to just keep taking certain things and keep pushing when we we do have alternatives. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, things I think that we do is a result of, uh, of uh, our her- slave heritage that we were raised to push past what we're feeling mm-hmm. uh, because we were powerless to change it. And the only power you had is to persist and to keep on pushing and to stay alive because whatever external pressures there were, were not going to be within the scope of our control. Mm-hmm. And some of us had been, raised that way 
And so those concepts and ways of being have been passed on to us from generation to generation. Um, and so we, we have to learn to do better for ourselves. Amen. That's great wisdom. And and I rem, I'm reminded of hearing my mother say to us, don't let anybody make a monkey out of you. In other words, you don't have to go around and acting like you're okay to do anything. And she would say, if they take a cigarette break, no matter if you smoke or not, you take a break. <laughs> if they take a bathroom break, you do the same thing. Don't let anybody make a monkey out of you because that goes back to that conditioning that we have. That we got to produce. We got to do this. And at the end of the day, we're not beasts of burdens. We are human with capacity to feel. And if we constantly let stuff get on our nerves, we will be bent double over like that woman that Jesus said, thou art loosed. And self-control. This is one of the issues that we don't often talk about in church. But the fruit of the spirit involves self-control. That why why is that singled out? Why is self-controlling? Well, a lot of times uh, they feel like it's all about controlling your passions, uh, but it's more than that. Uh, one of the psalmists says that that we should possess our vessel. That we, sh- in other words, we should be in charge of ourselves. That's that's what we, that's what, that's the realm of power that we have been given. And if we don't exercise personal power, then what are we going to do with external power? Mm-hmm. I think the first line of defense is to exercise your own personal power. And to say, uh, uh, this is where I draw the line. I'm, I'm not going to do anything beyond this. This, this is it for me. Mm-hmm. And people call you and say, "Can you do?" You have to learn how to say no. Mm-hmm. No, I have other plans. Those other plans may well be to self care, mm-hmm. but it's still your plan. Amen. And you don't. And you don't have to ditch your plan to take care of yourself because somebody else wants you to do something. That's right. That's right. And for the first time, I think that I can remember uh, someone asked me, would you consider uh, preaching? I said, no, I just assumed say the prayer. I've never done that. But I really didn't feel that I, I could do it. Mm-hmm. Not in the time frame that I was given. Somebody else had backed out mm-hmm. and they wanted me to step up. And I said, no, I don't, I don't have to do that. Because I was getting ready to get real anxious about it. <laughs> and I said, no. But, you know, uh, I was conditioned to think that if someone asked me to preach, I had to preach mm-hmm. because the discipline says that wherever <laughs> folks want to hear preaching, you should preach. Well, 
I say, I say all this, I am retired. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to say yes mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. That's, just a, that's just an example. But there are other things that pe- we, people think that they can, you know, um, have expectations of us about that they really don't have to, mm-hmm. you know, because we have the power to say no. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, Dr. Hayes, I think we just gave some million dollar advice in 24 minutes. And uh, don't let stuff get on your nerve. Give us some final thoughts before we end as we self care on this Friday to the 13th. <laughs> I like this. This is beloved. I, I, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. That our health is in alignment with our satisfaction of soul. If your soul is at peace, you'll be in good health. And amen, amen, and that's a wrap. It has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to have you join in with us today. Remember that everything will be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.